Have you been searching for ways to make money online? Well, I got about 10 different ways that I want to tell you about. Welcome to Blair Radio, where every brand can be heard. Now, the voice behind the mic, James Shannon. The coronavirus has affected many people around the world. I am not going to give my opinion on the virus or the orders that we have received to stay at home. I do wish that those that have been impacted by the virus recover soon. I want everybody around the world to be as safe as possible. And just like you, I'm anxious for this to go away. While we are in our homes, some of us, including myself, have lost our jobs. And we are looking for ways to make money online. So today, I am going to talk about 10 different ways that you can make money online. You're not going to get money in your account right away. But these are ways that you can start making money while you're at home. None of these ways are going to replace any income that you may have lost. But I've used them to get gas or get snacks or just to get lunch. I use them to have some kind of money in my pocket or some credits available to me. Some of these ways are going to require that you put in the work. That's like anything in life. If you want to achieve any kind of success it requires work so no you're not going to make money overnight doing anything that i say today or anything that you find online it's impossible if it was possible then we would all be doing it some of these ways you can say that's not going to work for me and you may not find something that's going to work for you but my goal is the same in every show that i release I want to help at least one person. So hopefully at least one person can find some value or can benefit from one of these 10 ways to make money at home. All right. So my goal is to have seven streams of income. Why seven? Well, because there's seven days in a week and I can work on a different way every day. At least that was the way that I was thinking a very long time ago. I don't work on a different one every day now, but that was the way that I came up with seven a long, long time ago. Anyway, today I'm going to talk to you about 10 different ways that I've made money online. Some of them I still do and some I stopped because, frankly, I was doing too much. These are not get rich quick methods, but I am going to try to get through this list really quick so y'all can start making some money so number one is usertesting.com. There are a lot of companies that pay to have people, you and me, check out their websites and their apps. So what you do on user testing is you just have to browse their website and follow the instructions that are given to you for each test. They do ask that you're speaking while you're taking the test so that they can get an idea of what you're thinking while you are browsing their website. Each test takes about 20 minutes to complete. Some take less, but on average, they're around 15 to 20 minutes. 
You do need to have a PayPal account because once you complete each test, they'll pay you $10 that will go into your PayPal about a week after you complete the test. Now, just some things I do want to note is that from their dashboard, each test has a screening process where you answer like two to three questions just to see if you qualify for that test before you get approved. And you also want to make sure that you have a good mic. I did take a test one time and I got a bad rating because they were not able to hear me very well. I was using an old mic on an old laptop, but I still got paid $5, but it wasn't the whole 10. So if you do like two of these a day, five days a week, that's an easy $100 a week. So number two, one of my favorites is affiliate marketing. Now, affiliate marketing is when you recommend products or services that belong to other companies. So you don't have to build them, create them. It's not your product. You just recommend products that you know work well for the people in your audience. Every one that I recommend is a product or service that I have used or somebody on my team has used. And we think that it will be a good fit for people that are looking for specific tools or services. You can also join an affiliate network, which is like you can say the middleman between you and the company that you're going to be an affiliate for. Some of the ones that I use today are Impact Radius and Partner Stack. And there's a bunch of other ones, but those are the two that come off the top of my head right now. Do make sure that you do your due diligence and find the right company with a relevant product or service to your audience so that you can sell as an affiliate. The reason why you want to do this is you want to make sure that you can answer any questions that anybody is going to have because they're going to trust you more than this company that they probably haven't heard of or this tool that they don't know much about. Now, you do also want to make sure that you follow any guidelines and laws that are set by the FTC. So you need to have an affiliate disclosure as close as possible to your links. So right next to your links, your disclosure needs to say something along the lines of this is an affiliate and I will get paid a commission if you make a purchase after clicking on that link. Now, think of all of the companies and services and tools that you use that you might want to be an affiliate for. If you want to find out if they have an affiliate program, go to their website, go to the bottom and in the footer, you should see something that says partners, affiliates, or it may be under corporate. It may even be in their about section. You just have to do some searching. You can even do a search on Google, for instance, search for the name of the company and the word affiliate. Now, if you want to get an idea of some of the ones that I use, you can go to the slash tools and you will see a lot of the recommended tools and services that I recommend. Everyone on that list, I'm not an affiliate for, but I do want to let you know if you do click on any of the links, there's a possibility that I may be an affiliate for them and I will receive a commission if you make a purchase. You see, disclosure. Speaking of disclosures, if you go to that site, theblurgroup.com slash tools, on the very top, you will see my affiliate disclosure right there for the world to see. I do plan on talking more about affiliate marketing in a later episode, so stay tuned for that in the future. All right, so let's go on to number three. It's going to be Printful, which is a print-on-demand service. It is the company that I use to sell all of my merchandise. We sell our t-shirts, our mugs beanies, stickers, so on and so forth. Everything is items that I design using Printful. Now, if you're wondering what print on demand is, let me explain it like this. So what I do is I go on Printful.com and I create a product. Let's say a t-shirt. I will design a t-shirt by 
putting my logo on it somewhere and then I will upload it to my store. So when somebody goes to the website and they order that T-shirt, Printful will create it and ship it to the customer for me. There are other print on demand services, but Printful was the one that worked best for me and what I wanted. And they have an awesome Facebook group that is very, very helpful. You can use Printful on your WordPress site, WooCommerce, Wix, Shopify. And actually, if you go to their website, they'll give you a list of places or list of sites that you can use their services with. All right. So number four, number four is going to require that you have some money. Not 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 too much. I mean, well, I hate to say it. I hate to tell people what is a lot of money and what's not a lot of money because everybody's situation is different. Anyways, number four is going to be investing. So I'm going to just go over four different ways that I invest my money. So the first one is going to be Prosper, which is a peer to peer lending site where people they go there probably because they couldn't get a loan from a bank. So they're looking for other ways to get their money for it could be debt consolidation, a car repair. It can be a number of things. But when you are looking for somebody to loan money to, you see what they need the money for. They do require a minimum of $25 before you can start. So when you log into your dashboard, you can find a list of all the people that need some money. Let's say they're looking for $10,000. You can invest as much as you want, as little as $25. However much money you can loan don't just put it all into one person that way in case somebody they falls on their loan you don't lose all of your investment oh real quick I, I i meant to say before i started this i am not a financial advisor and i do recommend that you seek the advice of a financial advisor if you want a little more help i'm just telling you what i do so on that list of people that are needing this money they will give you their risk level so the more of the risk the more money that you can possibly make so pick wisely the next one is going to be worthy bonds. Each bond costs $10 and you earn 5% per year. The way I have mine set up is that everything is automatic. So I have two accounts that they use. One account, they watch to see when I spend a certain amount. And once I spend a certain amount, they will purchase a bond using the funds from the other account that I chose to fund the purchase of these bonds. All right, so the next way to invest your money which I'm pretty sure you all thought this the minute I said investing is going to be stocks. I trade using Fidelity and Ally Invest, but there are other platforms like Robinhood, Webull, Charles Schwab, and One Finance, and there's a whole lot more. Now, with everything that's going on in the world right now with the coronavirus, I'm sure you've heard things about the stock market. So just do your research before you decide to invest, or you can just wait until everything gets better before you decide to hop into the market. One of the things I love about investing is the dividends that you receive. Um, I'm not going to go into too much about how I trade, but you can spend your dividends or you can set them up to reinvest automatically into your into the uh, stocks that you purchase. I'm not going to get into all of this because I don't want anybody saying James Shannon told me that I should invest in this and blame me because they lost money because you can lose money and you can also make some money as well. Just, again, do your own research and seek advice from a financial expert if you need some more help. All right. The last way and also I think the most simple way that you can invest your money or make your money work for you is a savings account. We all hear about savings accounts and ways to save. I just want to tell you how I do it. I have money in savings accounts, but only in high yield savings accounts. The two that I use is Marcus and American Express. 
I use two different accounts because they each have their own purpose. But the reason why I use those two is because at the time when I opened the accounts, they had some of the highest interest rates in the industry that I could find. Also, they're not attached to any checking account. There's no app. So there's really no way for me to see them unless I go into my web browser on my computer or my phone and log into the accounts. The reason why I do that is because I don't want to see the money. If I see it, then I'm going to be tempted to use it. There's nothing attached to these accounts. There's no way for me to see them. I check them every two months because I keep a spreadsheet of all my finances. But again, I have this money in these high yield savings accounts that I can't see, that I can't use because it's the best way for me to save money and for me to earn interest on my money. And who doesn't love compound interest? All right. So number five way that you can make money. Well, it's not necessarily money. It's Google rewards. But the reason why I wanted to mention them is because I've used them to buy books, music, movies, apps, and add-ons all on the Google Play Store. Those of you that have an iPhone, I don't know if there's an equivalent to Google Rewards, but I hope there is. And if any of you know, let me know in the comments. Google Rewards, it does ask you questions, but it, it's never asked me more than five or six questions. I may have been to Chevron a couple of days ago, and then I would get notified there's a survey to take using Google Rewards. It would give me like a list of stores. It would ask me, did I go to any of these places? If I didn't, I can just check no, and then I'll get paid right away. It's like 10 cents. And then, but if I did, I'll say yes. It would ask me, when did I go? How did I pay? Did I have a receipt? It would ask for a picture of the receipt. No matter how you answer these questions, you're going to get paid something. And now the, the payments are, are really low, but if you take the quick survey in a matter of seconds and just go on about your day, over time, the amount is going to add up. I think I have $300 sitting in my account on Google Rewards. So anytime I buy anything, I just use the rewards to make that purchase and it just comes right of the Google Rewards that I've accumulated over time. The worst thing about Google Rewards is having to take the pictures of the receipts, which you don't even have to do. That is optional. No matter what, you they're going to give you something. So the next one is going to be Amazon's Mechanical Turk or MTurk. It's a website where you have to do what's called human intelligence tasks or often called hits. You get paid a very small fee for every hit that you complete. And so you, you do have to do a lot of them in order for you to make a decent amount of money. But when I do them, I still do them to this day, but not that often. I do it in my spare time. But I only do the ones that are going to pay well. I don't do the ones that pay a couple of pennies or a dime here and there that you have to pay me enough for my time. So I may do one that's a dollar. It may take me like five minutes to complete. That is another way to do some quick tasks in your spare time while you're sitting at home and let the money just stack up. All right. Let's talk about number seven, eBay. We've all heard of eBay. A great site to sell the stuff that's laying around your house. In fact, a good friend of mine, she sells her old purses on eBay and she makes good money. A long time ago, I used to sell things on eBay that I would get from my job. Well, my job would give me gift cards for my performance and I would take those gift cards and then I would buy things on Amazon and then sell them on eBay. I no longer sell on eBay anymore because to be frank with you, I didn't like going to the post office and having to ship these things off every day. But one thing that I thought was pretty cool is that you can go to yard sales, pawn shops, thrift stores, and you can buy things there and then just sell them on eBay for a higher 
cost than what you purchased it for. So one really cool tip is, let's say you go to a yard sale and you see an item there that you think may sell on eBay. You can just log into the eBay app, look at the item, see how much it's being sold for and try to buy it at a lower cost than that. But you want to make sure that when you do sell it, you try to include what it's going to cost you to ship it and the fees that eBay is going to charge you. All right. Number eight is podcasting. This one is different because the show itself doesn't make me money, but the content that I talk about does. So if you have a podcast right now, you can set up a Patreon account and have people subscribe to be a patron and they can pay whatever monthly fee that you set up. What a lot of people do is that they will offer their patrons bonus content, bonus episodes that can't be found on the regular show. They'll give them access to, to them directly, uh, shout outs and a bunch of other things. Now, I had a patron, but I actually shut it down just because I didn't really want to maintain the patron account. And I moved over to Glow. Glow is, well, what I use it for is just for people to support the show. And they can pay a low monthly fee to support Blair Radio, which you can do the same thing for your podcast. Also, I talked earlier about affiliate marketing. So I may have a show on a topic that I'm also an affiliate for. I would recommend the product for the audience to use if they go and use my affiliate link to get the product that I recommended on the show. And then I be making money off of the podcast you can also get sponsorships uh, one way of doing that is by going to podcorn.com you can find a sponsor there you can set your price and you can make a pitch i suggest that you give them a written pitch and an audio pitch just to try to sell yourself more and we'll talk more about sponsors in a later episode also you can also use your podcast to sell your services your courses your books etc just whatever you do to make money outside of your podcast you can let people that may not know about those other things that you do you can let them know about it on your show all right so we're almost done number nine is transcribing videos we see closed captions everywhere, especially on YouTube. Those closed captions are written probably by a person. I mean, they can be written by some kind of software or tool, but it's going to be more accurate if it's written by a human. I used to transcribe videos a long time ago. The company that I used before, it no longer exists. And I haven't, I haven't done it since. But if you're interested, there's a good website called SpeakWrite. And I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can go there and look up their transcription jobs you can earn on average 450 dollars a month according to their website the top person earned three thousand four hundred dollars it does require that, that you take a typing test and if you pass then you'll be good to go and look up the the jobs that are available on speakwrite.com and that brings me to number 10 is another writing one it's going to be writer access there are always people looking for content to be written for them like blog posts so you can go to writeraccess.com and see what jobs are available. I don't care what level you are at writing. If you think you, you suck at writing or if you think you're a, an amazing writer, go to Writer Access and sign up and see what jobs are available. Let me go ahead and give you guys a bonus one. They're super easy and I always forget about them. Network sharing apps. There's two of them, Honey Gain and Mobile Performance Meter. What you do is you install the apps on your phone and that's it. Really, that's it. As long as it's connected to the Internet, you'll be earning money. I've been with Mobile Performance Meter for a couple of years now. When I remember it, I will log into the app and then I will go ahead and get my free Amazon gift card. 
Now, I use Mobile Performance Meter for their Amazon gift cards, but you can use it for AMC Theaters, Staples, 1-800-Flowers, Target, Reddit Robin. They have a long list on the site or on their app. Now, with Honeygain, there's not gift cards. They just send the money to your PayPal, which some of you may prefer. I open these once a month just to make sure that they're still running, but I wanted to include them as a bonus because they require zero work to get set up. But you do earn very little money. But the idea is just that it just sit there and let it just run on your phone. I did see one review that said that their phone's performance took a dive because of one of these apps. I haven't noticed that, but I just wanted you to be aware of a reveal or two or three that may be out there for these type of apps. So those are 10 ways that I've made money online. I've also made money doing surveys like swag bucks, inbox dollars, but I felt like the amount you earn for those versus the amount of time spent doing those tasks, it just wasn't worth it. Now, some of the ones that I did mention, you don't earn that much, but you also don't have to spend a whole lot of time working on them. Now, some ones that I do want to mention that I haven't done yet that I do plan on doing very, very soon. And I'll keep you guys in the loop about them is I am in the process of writing a book. Actually, my first book, Rags to Bags, is going to come out in August, which is the story of me coming from having nothing to where I'm at today. Also, I mentioned earlier about using your podcast to sell a course. I don't have a course right now, but I do plan on creating one very soon. So the the book and the course would be two different ways of having passive income. Another way that people like anytime that you go online and you look for these lists, you always see Fiverr and Upwork. Whatever you're good at, you can go to Fiverr or Upwork and you can sell your services there. You can sell almost almost anything. There is a lot of competition, so try to find something that will make you a bit different and make you stand out from that crowded crowd. There are a ton of other ways to make money online. This was just a list of some of my favorite ones and ones that I've done and we will be doing. There are thousands of articles that you can find if you want to find more. Okay, so let's recap these 10 real quick. Number one is usertesting.com where different companies will watch and listen to you while you browse their websites. Number two, affiliate marketing, where you get paid to recommend products and services that belong to other people or businesses. And just make sure that you have a disclosure when you recommend these products to your audience. Number three, the print on demand service Printful, where you can sell T-shirts, mugs and more. And you don't have to keep your own inventory. Number four, invest your money in stocks, prosper, worthy bonds or save your money in a high yield savings account and let your money make money for you with compound interest. Number five, Google Rewards. You can earn credit to purchase apps, movies, add-ons, music, and more. Number six, Amazon's Mechanical Turk, or better known as MTurk, where you do tasks or hits for a small amount of money. Number seven, eBay. You should know about that one already, but you can sell anything you have in your house or your garage, set up for a couple of bucks, or go and find products at yard sales, thrift stores, and wherever. Number eight, podcasting, where you can use your voice to tell your audience about any products or services that you sell, or they can support you through your Patreon account. Number nine, if you type and listen well, you can transcribe audio or video for people or the companies that need transcription services. Number 10 is going to be writer access, where you can get paid to write content like blog posts. All right, folks, that is it for today. Thank you for listening. 
And if you know of any other ways that you can make money while sitting at home, let me know in the comments or shoot me an email at radio at the Don't forget to like, share, subscribe and do whatever you can to be heard. Thank you for listening to episode 15 of the Blair Radio Start Your Business and Be Heard podcast. Let me know your thoughts on making money online. Another one that I didn't include is creating your own website like theblairgroup.com. I didn't include it because I didn't want to plug and be all sell, sell, sell. But it's important that I let you know that that is another way that you can make money online by creating your own website and selling your products and services just like we do at the Blair Group. The Blair Group is our central hub for everything that we do. That's why we call it the Blair Group. Anyway, I hope everybody is safe. You can use this extra time to read a book, catch up on Netflix, or watch Jackie Rom's Method of Murder on Amazon Prime. You can spend some quality time with your family and participate in Dustin Hill's Phone Down Challenge that he just launched with his wife, Amy. You can play Fortnite or any game and wager money like Dio did in episode two. Work on your business. If you're established, give Susan Bowes from ScaleSpark a call and see if she can help you with scaling your business. Write some blog posts and batches and schedule them to be released at a later date. Hit up Melissa Gamara and see if she can help you with launching your course. Reach out to Coach Oni if you need some coaching with your business or anything in life. And don't forget, last week we spoke with the expert, Jenny Wright, on how to build your email list and generate leads. Or do what you're doing right now. Listen to some more podcasts. Or even create your own and host it on Mark Kumar's platform, The Simple Podcast Cloud. Yes, I did just plug every guest that I've had on this show so far. That's because there's so much value in everything that each one of them offers. And I want you to learn as much as you possibly can. I want everybody listening to start a business if you haven't already or find some kind of way to make money online. Thanks again. You can find all the links and resources mentioned in this episode at theblairgroup.com slash EP15. Listening to Blair Radio, where we turn your online whispers into screams. Learn more at theblairgroup.com. Until next time, be heard.